Oh, yeah. You're feeling that, aren't you? Get up on that mic. Oh, yeah, I'm feeling it. Would you guys think I was going to bring some bullpucky? <laughs> not the Malcolm. No bullpucky. Nope. Not the Riddler. That's right, people, and welcome to another episode of American Riddle. And I'm broadcasting live and direct here uh, at the Ashburn Wine Shop. Special guest, Funky Fresh in the Flesh. <laughs> the one and only. That's right, the only one. My main man, Sergio Mendez. In the house. That's right, owner. You know what I mean? Rocking it, shocking it, doing what he does. That's what I'm talking about. He even has uh, you know, one of his clients. Yeah. Clients, right? Friends? Yes, sir. Boy. That's right. My main man, Brian, in the house. Listen to that. Mr. Anderson, you firefighter. That? You're a firefighter? Yeah. Firefighter. Wow. That's, yes, a, that's, a, that's a tough gig. It's a fun gig. Yeah? Yeah. But there's not really a lot of fires. Uh, it depends where you go. Yeah? Yeah. Do you have a certain territory? Uh, work all over right now. I work in Leesburg. That's what's up. So yeah, we got a, we got a firefighter, we got an entrepreneur up in this camp. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We got plenty of wine, plenty of brews, and yeah. uh, that's what's up, people. I, I just want to let this keep playing. I like it. It's funky, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It gets you in the gets you in the zone. Damn, funk zone. My leg is just moving. I can't stop. I like doing a podcast on this bar. So Sergio has a. Uh, for those of you tuning in, if you ever get a chance, come out to the Ashburn Wine Shop in Ashburn, Virginia. And uh, he's got a cool location, probably one of the cleanest looking wine shops I've ever seen. Thank uh, you, bro. But in the back, it's a it's a it's a build out of a of a nice bar. Yes, like you, sir. you built this by hand, right? By hand. Yep. Yeah. Blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> I had uh, I had some good help. My boy Dave Whiting. Shout yeah. out to Dave Whiting. Yeah. Man's legend. That's what's up for craftsmanship here in Ashburn. You know, it's 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 done right. Like you can come up here and do tastings. Uh, one of the things that, that Sergio has incorporated within his wine shop is not just wine, but uh, he's incorporated uh, brews, brewskis, mm-hmm. as we say, yes, microbrews, IPAs, the whole night. I know nothing about beer, really. Just <laughs> you know, he put it in front of me, and I'll drink it. I got I got the man right here, Brian. That that uh, he uh, he brought a really special treat to the store today. And uh, Brian, you wanna you wanna tell me what it is, man? Sure. So we got a, uh, a 2014 Bourbon County Profiteers Stout. Yeah. Bourbon it's a, County. It's a Chicago only release. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chi Town. Yeah. Chi Town only. Special special beer. It's uh it's basically a stout that they take and then they put it in a bourbon barrel. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. let it age so you get like a lot of bourbon notes. Is this mine? Like That's that. yours right yeah, there, man. Malcolm. Mm. If, if wow. you hear our lips smacking, it's that uh it's that bourbon barrel <laughs> beer, baby. It's like. Chocolate or something? What is that on yep. the nose? No, you you get a lot of chocolate, uh, cacao nibs, uh, vanilla. It's got some cassia bark in there. Mm. Cassio, cassio bark? Yeah, yeah, cassia bark. And, and what was that other one? Nibs? Yeah, Co- 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 cocoa cacao nibs. Yeah, cacao. Uh, so they make chocolate out of it. <laughs> that's so that, that's, where that's how that that's chocolate. how chocolate's created out of a out of a bean, a cacao nib. Oh, I thought it was made in at the factory. No. <laughs> I, saw, I saw the movie. Willy, Willy, Willy Wonka. Yeah, I saw the movie. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is the adult version. That's what's up. So how, how, did the, uh, how did they come along, Brian, to getting this beer in Bourbon Barrel? Who, who came up with that idea? Um, oh, man, it's, it started a while ago. Uh, this place was actually one of the first ones to do it. It's a, a brewery called Goose Island. Shout they're, outs. They're Goose, out of Chicago. And... Uh, Basically, they started selling so much beer. They started doing this Bourbon County uh, mm. Budweiser got a, got a got hold, a hold of, it, of it, and uh, they bought them out for millions of dollars. Yeah, it's it's full bodied. I mean, yep. it's 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 a full bodied beer, dark, very very. You know, it's like it's like Texas tea, dude. It is. You know, it's like oil. <laughs> that is that is real deal, right Look there. Look at the color of that brown, just yeah. dark. You can't even see it through it. Yeah. So that's one of the things I like. A, a, you know, I admire about your shop is that it's evolved quite a bit from the time. How long have you been open, Serge? Going on eight years this March coming up. Yeah, I remember when you opened. Uh, I remember when you were doing the plan. Um, for those of you tuning in, we've done many podcasts at your brother's uh, location, the Vienna Vintner. Amen. And I remember when you guys worked together and you, you branched off, mm-hmm. came out here. And, uh, you know, when you, when you start with just wine, 
that's fine, but you've evolved it into a tasting room, doing special events. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, how, how take us through that evolution. Man, Malcolm, it's uh, you've been in it. You know, you you know the game. You know how. That's right. You just you have to evolve. The game and, didn't uh, changed. Yes, sir. And out here, especially, you know, you have breweries just blowing up everywhere in Virginia, yeah. Yeah. and uh, people like Brian and 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 some other faces that come in and keep me, you know, posted on the beer world. Just uh, it, it's a trend that you have to be part of because if you're not, you're gonna you're gonna fall behind and yeah. you know how allocations and all that stuff click on. Yeah. Well, that's that's why you have to do it early. Now, are there are the beer uh, consumers are they they different than the wine consumers or do they buy wine and beer or do you see how, how's that clientele? It's, it's a benefit to both. Yeah, you know because uh, you have you have husbands that, that you know either brew wine, uh, beer at home and. They want to have that that option of being able to pick it up off draft now, yeah. Or limited bottles like what we're having here. You know, th- this stuff doesn't just hit every account. This is this is like this blue label that we're having. You can only pick it up in Chicago, but they do other labels that do ship out. But you have to support that brand. You know, you have to supply that that product, and if you don't, you you're not getting it. So the evolution of that, and then you get the wives who come in and they're like, "Oh, my husband drinks beer. I drink wine," or vice versa. And uh, it, it supports both crowds, you know. So I, I, um, I love it. Yeah. And, and it just started. I mean, this four four years right now out of the seven being in business that we started to really kick in on the beer side. Well, that's one of the things I've noticed too is is you can you can manufacture or make beer anywhere. Yep. Good quality stuff. It's not like wine where. You know, you got to have the right climate. You have to know your varietal. You mm-hmm. have to, uh, you know, know it works for that climate and soil. You know, yep. people are in Virginia trying to grow Sangiovese. Or yeah, you know what I mean? It, yep. It's not going to work. Nope. But, uh, but, yeah. But they're trying. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just doing it, you know, for the love of the sport. And I get that. But at the same time, you know, you, you got to know your backyard. With beer, I mean, I don't even know how it's how, – how do, how do you even get into that? Brian, I, you brew at home as well, don't you? Yeah. Um, so give, so us a, give us a rundown real quick. So basically it's uh, you got either a barley, um, some kind of wheat, and you basically just uh, ferment it. And, you know, you can add a, a bunch of different, uh, different spices and stuff to it to give it different flavorings. And then, uh, you know, with IPAs and stuff like that, you add hops to it. Right. Which uh, Loudoun County actually just got its first hop farm, so that's how that's how big this that's how big this brewery. What's, what's on a hop farm? Like, how, how does that work? It's uh, it's hops. So hops yeah. are like little cone yeah. cone shaped things, and uh, any IPA that you have, that's the hop flavor that you're tasting in IPAs. And where do you get where do you get your supplies from? Uh, you can buy it. There's a few few home brewing stores. Um, online is the best place. You buy it, have it shipped right to your place. Any specific ones you deal with? Um. No, I, I just kind of headhunt online yeah, and see what yeah, you come up with. Yep, I do that a lot. Yeah, different places have sales, so you can get your best deal yeah. and stuff like that. Adjust that mic too, so you, you can get it up, so or get it closer yeah. to you. Is that that a little better? Yeah, yeah. All right, good, good. Sometimes these are directional mics. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to get up on it, but yep, you know, put it close to your mouth. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the uh, it's weird, right? Homoerotic joke. <laughs> yeah, I get weird like that, people. You know, I was up in here the other day. What was it? A couple of weeks ago, I was trying to sell wine to you, and yeah. I, you know, we're trying to taste wine, and you had a rep in front of me, and I just blurted out Rocky Four. You know what I mean? I'm I'm kind of random like that. I just absolutely think I have uh, some. What's the disease where you you just say Tourette. whatever? Yeah, Tourette's. Tourette's. Yeah. Tourette's. Imagine having a wine guy like that, a sales representative. You know? I just shoot out. I stuff. think that'd be good, man. What do you mean? I do it. Yeah, absolutely. I just did it. It's absolutely good. I think it uh, it sparks people's uh, attention. Yeah, and- I'm all over the place. But, you know, that's the personality. And that's one of the things I like about this business are the personalities. People always ask yeah. me, you know, do I know beer? Do I know wine? Am I a foodie? I mean, look at me. I'm a mess. I look yeah. like I'm a foodie. But I know I only know what you put in front of me. I tell people all the time. I, I only know what people. And even that, I don't know. I just consume it. I'm the same way here, man. I it's know how to consume. I love so consuming. many options, dude. Yeah. And but what I really dig about and I've said this on this show before, I, I dig the people. I, I dig the personalities. And, and that's what you guys bring oh, to you, the table. You get, you get a nice diversity of uh, people coming through the store. That's for sure. One of the things I noticed when, when I was coming in to the, do the uh, podcast today you know, I saw, I saw you, but when I saw Brian, I was like, "This guy's committed." You know what I mean? He's <laughs> ten, got ten o'clock. Yeah, he's, he's uh, 
He's got his beer. He's got everything. He's posted up. I was like, I, that's why I brought another mic. I was like, I don't. You never know what's going to go down. Yeah. You know, you got to be prepared, right? Yeah, he's yeah. Right? he's true to his word, man. When we saw each other last week, I told him that. Uh, well, you were here. We're, <laughs> we're going to set up a podcast, and Brian's yeah. like, perfect. I'll bring something special. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, you were here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We met before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, Did Malcolm. You? Malcolm was sampling I'm, a little bit too much of that wine last week. <laughs> no, I'm burning. I'm I'm going off seven days a week nah. sun up to sundown i'm here there i'm everywhere so it's everything just some days i don't even know what day it is sergio yeah straight well, up it just blends together you know how it is I, i'm i'm on i'm in the same uh same zone as you right now 20 you're 24 7 go home mm-hmm. to the family the wife yep. the children there's no cutoff know. time for me no. I'm, on, I'm on all day now how do you how do you how do you find balance like how do you how do you find what's your outlet like what's your where, where do you find peace and able to you know put everything in perspective so you can uh, outside manage of everything. the drinking, yeah. So, you're, <laughs> <laughs> so you're uh, working out, man. Yeah, that's 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 my like my go. It's either either I'm I'm hitting the weights, yeah, or I'm hitting uh, hitting the streets uh, running, trying to stay uh, trying to stay fit. Yeah, because you gotta you gotta you gotta be able to balance that out. Absolutely, man. Um, I mean, like right behind you, you just gotta ship you know a shipment in of god what is all that stuff body parts yeah it's something that what is boxes boxes big enough to hold body parts so getting ready for the holiday season yeah majority of that most of that stuff here we do a lot of gift baskets yeah so most of that's um just cut up paper that we can put into baskets we do have some accessories bottle openers the electronic ones for uh for the people that that have the money and want to have something fancy but the majority of that stuff, yeah, it's just for the holidays, man. We got, and this is like a weekly thing now. Yeah, the so gift that's, baskets are that's huge one right? of the one of the services you provide. And you do that all year round. Absolutely. So gift you, baskets. Yep, and you can go to our website at ashburnwineshop.com, and uh, we got a few samples there of gift baskets that we put throughout the uh, the year. I mean, for every holiday, birthday, yeah. real estate, whatever, man, we do it. We lock it down. There's licorice in this beer too, I, man. Dude. Huh? Black licorice, <laughs> like straight up. It's as if someone melted the licorice, and I'm I'm drinking it. It's intense, man. <laughs> yeah, and nope. you don't need to sip on it. At, at, like at, you can just one sip, and then five minutes later, go back to it. you. Still have that flavor in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. So, would you feel better holding the microphone? Um, yeah. So that way, I can turn around and yeah, just no. pop it out. It should just slide out. Ah, perfect. There you go. You're like an MC. Yeah. <laughs> Either one. You, you can do it too, Brian. If you want, I might. Even yeah, I like that way. I like this, man. Yeah, you look this is like, a great setup, Malcolm. You look like a game show host. <laughs> <laughs> that, hey, the new Drew Carey, boy. Could you imagine? The new Drew huh? Carey. Mendez goes oh, to Hollywood. Oh, that would be huge. So that's what's up. I, I like the, you know, I like that you're evolving. Your shop has uh, plenty of things to feature. Uh, tell me a little bit about the beer side of the, um, like, what you just, what is that you just uh, it's put called, in by the bar? That It's a new draft system that yeah. we put in. It's called the Keezer. Mm-hmm. So... Those of you that are familiar with Keezers, it's just uh, it, it's a modified freezer yeah. that you up you basically build up so that you have draft lines coming through yeah. instead of the traditional college days with the fridge. Mm-hmm. This is more of your storage freezer. Um, great device because you can. I have three three draft lines on there. We keep the drafts um, keg sizes small so that you can rotate through pretty quickly. But the majority of the stuff that, that I bring in is, is like what we're drinking now. Bottle? Yeah. And then, you know, we do growler fills, which is awesome because, again, you know, if we can't get it in bottle format because it sells out, we can get it in draft form. Yeah. So there's two, two outlets now. Yeah, I was impressed with the – I did a tasting here over the weekend. I was impressed with the, the amount of people that come in and the enthusiasm on their yeah. face when they know they're going to get that growler filled. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, I, it, it's an experience. When I, you know what I mean? When I first, uh, when I first told people, yeah. like regular guys, mm-hmm. we, do, we do our Thursday night beer tastings here from 530 to 8, right? And the guys were all like, um, dude, you need to invest in, a, in, in some type of draft line so you yeah. can do ca- uh, growler fills. And it just the – more, the more you hear it, it's just like there's a reason why they're asking for it. Yeah. And it's been a great response. I mean, yeah. Brian, po- he's point, come in. Point in case, he's uh, he's already sold out one of his three kegs that he had over there. Yeah. Like, just got uh, it in. Yeah. We got it we, in last week, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it sold out Saturday. I was here. Yeah. Local brewery. I shout out to Hardywood, man. These guys are doing it right out in Richmond. And um, they did a, a gingerbread stout for the holidays. Yeah. So we got it in bottle format, which lasted nothing, I think, three days. Yeah, not long. And then uh, we, he was lucky enough to give us some of the uh, the keg version, and it just that was even better than the bottle, bro. 
yeah. it tasted better than the bottle. Because what did it taste like? So that that ginger that ginger flavor that you get, yeah, it, it's literally like gingerbread. Um, it was a little more predominant in the in the drafts uh, version than in the bottle. Is that a, is that seasonal then? Yeah, because yep. you know everything ginger is yeah. go to Starbucks. You know exactly. What I mean? it's, yeah, it's, it's all over. It's seasonal, man. Yeah, yeah it's so hard, a lot hard of the uh, a lot of the new like high caliber beers they're seasonal. They like this. It's only released one time a year, and that's it. You can't get it any other time. And, and what's mm-hmm. what's what's the production on the one? What's the name of the one you're talking about? Uh, Bur- Bourbon County mm-hmm. Profiteers. That I believe they made around ten thousand bottles of it. But that one. That's not a lot. No, I mean. So uh, to be a microbrewery, you have to brew under 300,000 gallons a year. 13.2 alcohol ABV on this baby. Good God. I know. And, and what's, the, uh, you know, what's the price tag on, on a bottle? Mm. Um, so a bottle to buy it on the shelf, uh, I paid $28 for the bottle. Wow. But uh, people will buy it. and then what, size, what size bottle is that, Brian? Uh, so it's called a bomber, and it's basically 22 ounces. So you pay $28 for 22 ounces of beer. Yeah, and it's well worth it. <laughs> well, it certainly is. It's it's no different than the wine, you know. Some of the stuff, the insignia, uh, the Opus One, Screaming Eagle. Remember you know. back in the day when, when when we were just getting into the scene? Yeah. Opus One was oh, like a yeah. hundred dollars a bottle. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. In, it's Fast insane. Fast seventeen years later, yeah. it's two hundred and sixty dollars a bottle. It goes up. It's uh, <laughs> you know, you sit on this stuff. If people, I always tell people all the time, if you can, if you can wait. Yeah, sit on it. Yep. it. It'll go up in value too. Kind of like your Cabbage Patch Kid collection. That's of cards. right. That's right. Yeah. How'd you know I have one of those? <laughs> <laughs> remember those? Uh, yes, sir. It's old school, dude. That was the sh- man. I, I remember getting into fights trying to get the uh, <laughs> those cards that there were limited ones that you couldn't find. I never and you got knew, into- and you knew the person in front of you had it, so you had to you had to rough them off. Uh, the, the the package when they got yeah. outside the store. No, I was I was never into the Cabbage <laughs> Patch. I was into the, the action figures. You know yeah. what I mean. Star Wars and Star stuff Wars. like that. Yeah, um, that's, that's another. That's another good cop. Oh, it sucked. Topic I, right had there, bro. I had everything. I had everything. <laughs> oh, I had everything. Man. I had the Millennium Falcon, mm. the AT-ATs or ATATs, and all that stuff. Mint condition. When my parents split up, it went in storage. And oh, then, never saw know, it again. Never saw it again. Oh, man. I had everything. Damn. Pristine. You I would know, I would have been the forty year old virgin. You know, it's probably still it's probably still in storage right now. Maybe somewhere. maybe it was yeah. better. It was no, on storage was, wars. Probably mm-hmm. auctioned off. Yeah, yeah. It was it was. I know it was auctioned off. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. But I've got some other things. I started collecting uh, movie memorabilia. Like uh, I've got original print posters as well. So, dude, yeah. you're big into the uh, into the movies, bro. I like film. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I do. I do like film. I'm actually I'm actually. Playing with you, and not even playing with the idea. I'm going to visit a couple locations this week. I'm going to do a uh, an, uh, a film festival surrounded uh, around wine, film, and art. What? Uh, yeah. So instead of you know how we do these, uh, you know how we do these wine events. Yeah. Where you come in, might even incorporate beer. Absolutely. Um, we do these events, and people just come. They drink wine, eat cheese, oysters, shrimp, whatever it is. Right. You know, it's pretty. Pretty basic stuff. Well, I'm, I'm thinking what I'm thinking of doing is uh, I work with a couple producers and filmmakers is bringing the film in. Yeah, right. Right. Uh, doing it at a venue, showing the film, having a and a and also uh, before that, having a meet and greet with winemakers and producers. That's... Uh, also, also showcasing art because I have a buddy of mine. He does uh, nothing but hip hop art. What? He's been on a he's been on a podcast before, and he does these really cool watercolors. Andrew Katz, shout out, nice. right out of Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, he does these insane images, and uh, uh, you know he's uh, he's linked up with uh, Public Enemy and KRS One and nice. Cool J, and just the list oh, yeah. goes on. Oh yeah. So uh, I'm Good thinking about there. yeah, I'm thinking about putting his uh, his art on display. We've been talking and doing a venue where we can showcase wine, mm-hmm. uh, his art. And you know a couple films. That's that's a great idea. Yeah, you're, you're always ahead of the curve on that stuff, Malcolm. Well, like, there's always you're always dipping into something new and fresh. Yeah, I, I I've got to the point in my life where I just want to much like you, you know what I mean. You're always thinking uh, yeah. of doing something else, you know, because it it has to. You'll get you'll get bored, right? Absolutely. And you man. also want to do what you want to do, what you're yep. passionate about. Yep. It's true. If you don't do it, then you you uh, you lose it quick. You know, yeah. you get tired. Yeah, you so do. You're, you're always you're, you're reinventing yourself every year. Yeah, it, it, mainly the the past few years because you've known me for a long time, just yeah, grinding man. out for these companies and yep. stuff. And you know, I realized whether I liked it or not that I was 
I was, uh, you know, when it came to a halt at one point in my life, uh, I was basically building their dream. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. And you have to, you have to invest in yourself. I've said that when I started this podcast a couple of years ago. Um, I think it's going on the second year. It, you have to look at yourself and, and invest that time in yourself, well, much like you do with your family and your business. Two years for your podcast? Uh, well, uh, that's, that's, it might that's be going a, on its awesome, second man. year. It's, it's almost 100 episodes. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it's almost 100 episodes. This is my first podcast ever. It's a lot, a lot of bad episodes in there, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you know, I was. It happens, Malcolm. This I, isn't one of them, though. It ha- no, no, it this, this, this is this is really awesome. This yeah. is uh, this is something that I like doing. It's talking to interesting people. Like I've had celebrities on the podcast, and uh, and and that's great. You know, mm-hmm. They interest me, but I don't just go after the celebrities, right? Just because uh, I mean it, it's fun, and if I was around more, maybe I would. But I just like finding interesting people, right? You know what I mean, with interesting stories. And that's, that's what I want to showcase. That's why I like showcasing some local business owners in the area. And, and God knows, I mean, there's a lot of colorful, you know, Dude. colorful personalities <laughs> yeah, in, in hey, our world. I was about to just say that. You, you, sit here, you sit here for 10 hours a day, you'll, you'll run into some people. Yeah, and, but and even, like, even, even in, in, the wine, in the wine or alcohol game, you know, some mm-hmm. of the winemakers, yeah. uh, some, mainly uh, a lot of the people I know in this area are, are, are owners of restaurants in retail establishments, but everyone's different. Not one of them's the same. You get uh, you get some really interesting people, winemakers especially, dude. Yeah. If you, you know, and and they can they can read you pretty well. You oh know, yeah. You, they come in, they introduce you to their merchandise, and you start sampling their product. And obviously, I have a love for wine just as much as I do beer. But when it comes to wine, that's that's where that's where my heart is. And you start breaking it down to these uh, these winemakers about the the way it's made and how much is how much is produced and they feed into that you know and they love it because it's different yeah yeah most places you go into they don't they don't have that kind of demeanor you know they walk in and they're like hey my (laughs) name is my name is joe schmo and uh this is what i make yeah and that's it sometimes you get the suits that come in here have you ever have you ever had like a, a, a producer or winemaker come in or a rep come in with just bad wines oh uh-huh. <laughs> it, it's happened. <laughs> Do you tell them? We filtered it out, man. I mean, like they walk through our through our front door. They know. <laughs> they're like, listen, you know. Uh, but I, you you tell it like it is. Though. Oh, absolutely, man. Because yeah. if you don't guess what they're gonna do, yeah, they're gonna keep bringing that crap. Yeah. They're they're. It's all it's all quota. That's one of the things the Mendez brothers. Uh, you guys always tell it like it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Victor is mm. you. You have a more uh, gentle. Yeah, me and Victor. Uh, style. Me and Victor are way different. Victor, Victor is 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 is. I guess you could say more aggressive in his style. Yeah. Like he just he just shoots from the hip. Yeah. Uh, which is great for me being a, a, a rep of so many different labels because, you know, when I come in, I still like to gauge it. Yeah. That way, I know how to present it. It educates me at the same time because if everyone just stroked my ego and I just went out there and I thought you know my shit didn't stink right you know what I mean or or the the stuff that I'm representing you know if they were just like oh yeah it's good we like Malcolm blah 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 then I would go out there and, and you kill know, it well yes but I would it, would, have, it would be have, it would be delusional yeah you guys have always brought me back down you know what I mean it well, could be anything it could be what I'm wearing that day too you know what I mean oh did you always be, sharp man yeah well um, <laughs> Malcolm Malcolm comes in here on on saturday we're doing a tasting and i'm like uh you know i got my i got my nice button down he comes in with a nice style and well, blazer a bla- you know you put a blazer on top of you know a pair of khakis yeah but you can you can get away with that man you know a pair of jeans and- hey, anybody that's not familiar with the way malcolm is is built this yeah. guy's a tank yeah, well. he, he's a bulldog so when he wears a sports coat it looks like he's a he's a freaking truck. I'm a shell of a man. I'm a shell of a man of what I used to be. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's uh, you know you definitely you know you definitely have to tell people how it is because yeah. if if you don't, you know, constructive criticism. I mean, get it, I get it here too. Yeah, I mean, from you guys as well. Hey, you know, you should bring in a little bit more of this style of wine. Oh, that's right, I neglected that region or whatever. Yeah. Um. So it's it's good. It's 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 fresh. Do you have um, do you have uh, representatives that come out with the beer as well? Yeah, well, not as much, man. I mean, most we have the reps that come out. No, basically, what we do is we we basically fill them up with what we're looking for, and then they start to to bring in products that they know will sell. You know, if if I tell them, hey, listen, I don't want something that you're going to find on the shelf um, 
at Wegmans or Costco or Sam's or whoever, big box store, they know. And if they walk through the door and they bring that stuff in, they get no love. You know? Yeah. I basically ignore them. And uh, they get the idea, and they, they, don't, they don't do that next week. You know? But you got you to gotta tell them, you know, because if you don't, then they don't, they don't know. So how much, how much uh, you know, how do you educate yourself? Like, how do you know what's at Wegmans or a grocery store or, you know, what's the latest greatest? I guess Brian would bring something in and, and show you or tell you about yeah. something. But how do, you, yeah. how do you stay connected? How do you stay engaged in that atmosphere? I, I mean, if it weren't for social media, dude, I mean, that's, that's really what it's at. Because, Brian, you know as well as I do. You know, mm-hmm. you get these little clicks that, that – yep that create groups on Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is. I mean, social media is where it's at, but you know, you have to, you have to continually research. You have to continually ask questions. You have to even go visit your competitor. Yeah. You know, walk through, walk through the shelves, see what they have. It's a good thing because there may be a style that they carry or that they sell that you're totally are oblivious of. Yeah, and it's fresh. Just like people come in in here, they're like, "Oh, you know, I didn't realize that you have uh, a beer selection. You have a wine shop out front." And I'm like, "Yeah, but it's ten percent of what we do here. Um, you know, my love is is the the wine side of it, but the beer is it's blowing up, man." Well, one of the it's things, that, yeah, I've, I pointed this out to you. Uh, your your social media pages that you uh, that you post, uh, yeah. or uh, say your everything that's on your feed, mm-hmm. you showcase a lot of beer. You Absolutely. do both. Yeah. You do wine and beer, but I see yeah. that. one of the things, you know, when I see wine, maybe it's because I've been involved with it for so long, I look at it and I keep going. But when I see you post something on beer, I stare at it a little bit longer because it's, mm-hmm. it's something I don't, I'm not familiar with. Yeah. But uh, do you find that social media has helped uh, as far as uh, on an advertising uh, level, helped you out? Absolutely. I mean, look, if you want to be able to... Um, release a product to the public you have to you have to inform them continuously yeah so even though i stress the beer side of the business more um i do it because i want people out there to know that we also supply the beer side of of the industry with merchandise like that but you know the wine side i still do advertisements for that but that's what we're known for so we're going to get those walk-ins automatically you know well and it's 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 direct yeah, it's a direct way to advertise, yep. uh, and it's cheaper than uh, a newspaper ad or a magazine ad. Because I'm sure this time of year, or, or just throughout the year, do you still get people coming up advertise with us? Advertise. Yeah, man. I mean, that's thousands. You, listen, thousands. you know how you know how ABC is here. Yeah. So Virginia ABC. You can't. You, for those yeah. of you that don't know the Commonwealth, you can't put out prices. You can't put out names unless you have a mailing list that people freely sign up for. Then you can do a mailing list where you can provide them with that information. But outside of that, what's the point of me doing an advertisement with a newspaper when I can't put prices? I can only offer a discount. I mean, that's 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 a dead end. You yeah, know? yeah, and it, it you know it takes deep pockets. <laughs> you know, we talked about this before. When I I used to own a wine shop many moons ago, and I would spend thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. And it, it granted back in those days. I mean, you're talking about uh, the late '90s. Uh, you would. That's all you had. I mean, yeah. pretty much. I mean, yeah, it was the yellow pages. That's the yeah, thing you do the walking. It was the worst <laughs> because you, you, at least the way I thought was, if if the other wine shop had it, I had to get it. Yeah. So I would try to get that same ad, that same size, and I would end up spending two grand here. You know what I mean? Fifteen hundred here, eighteen hundred there, eight hundred. You know, I got so Shit I got so up, crazy dude. with it Shit that. I even did a, a commercial. I'll have to show you this commercial. No, that's what I, I want to see that. I did a television commercial, <laughs> and, and I saw a few people, but I, I can't count. I can't even count on one hand how many bottles of wine I sold, sold because of it. That's awesome, yeah. man. I didn't sell anything. No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it, never, few, never mind. A couple, a couple people came uh, in, and they were like, I saw your TV. You're big time. You're going to be a star or something like that. Now, you know what I mean? 17 years later it's no i'm not no star you know thanks i, I got it on vhs so if you need, yeah. oh, you, wow. do you guys have a vhs no. player <laughs> yeah i still have it how are we it gonna says, watch it it says i know right <laughs> i have to go to the hood and get me a vhs, get a VHS player, yeah, player. Yeah. my mom i think uh, she has one you know what i mean i think she has the vhs dvd combo somewhere 
She's, oh, that's funny, dude. She holds on to everything. So can't I, you put that? You can record that onto a disc now, can't you? Probably, yeah. Just record yeah. on. I don't even know why I would. It's just going to depress me. Come on, man! I want to see it. It's uh, yeah, it was crazy, and that cost I don't know what that cost at the time. Maybe a couple few grand or something did you like do, that. Did and you then do you most gotta, of the work yourself. Yeah, and then you got to run spots. What? So you, yeah, I remember you had to sit down and you had to pick which channels you wanted to run them on. So like at the time, I think the oxygen channel just came out, and you know you put it on whatever cable network, and it cost. It's like it's like running a spot on you know NBC or something yeah. on Prime. It was yeah. more expensive. I remember it was tears. It's coming back to me now, <laughs> and I remember just just trying to figure just out digging into it. Yeah, so I I was like, well, maybe I can afford the three a.m. spot. You know what I mean with the Sham Wow, you know. I don't even think the ShamWow was out back then. Did you buy any of those, by the way? No. Yeah. No. No, I didn't buy a ShamWow. No. I was close, man. Yeah. I bought a lot of close. stuff from TV. I uh-huh. bought the... You know the one I bought? You, you'll probably know this one. I bought the... the you ever just channel surf and you see the knife collection? It's like 300 knives. What? Uh, yeah. You know, you got swords and stuff. and <laughs> It was like a sword. Then you get like... Uh, you get... You know, 25 of this knife, 15 of this. You get 50 of these little pocket knives. What? Oh, it was like I, I haven't seen that commercial. 300 knives. It's, you have to be up at like 2 or 3 a.m. <laughs> and I, I remember it was like 199 or something. I was like, wow. What am I? I don't even know what I was thinking. To this day, I have knives. Do you still have it? Out the wazoo. <laughs> Different knife I'm, for every day. How many all, knives, all how many knives, knives came through that, through that kit? Also, I told you it was like uh, I don't know it was like two or three hundred knives. What? Yeah. If you if you channel surf on cable, they still show it. And every now and again, I will stop and look at it. But I <laughs> I don't even use a knife for anything. It's just it seemed like a good deal. Well, maybe I could give them out as gifts or something. Did, Who's gonna take a knife? I mean, what type of hillbilly am I? That I'm gonna give out a knife. That's crazy. It's insane, well, right? I, I tell you, at least, did you get a samurai sword at least? I got a sword, but it's more nice. like a Conan sword or something like that, and it's kind of loose. <laughs> Kind of poorly made, but uh, I still have hilarious. it to this day. It's it's weird, but yeah, that's the t- channels I was running my commercial on. Yeah, no, uh, that's commercial wise. That you know, we're not, I'm not going to even mention his name, but last name Walker. <laughs> yeah, what, you, a, what you what have a total waste of money. Well, that what, shit you, was. what Sergio's talking about? They're they're local celebrities. You have them mm-hmm. in, in every city. Uh, some of them are prominent sports figures, or yep. it could be it could be any anything. In this case, sports figure, and uh, uh, sometimes they use their celebrity to uh, to sell advertisements if they have a radio show or a uh, or a magazine or something like Correct. that. And I invested a lot in that as well and, mm-hmm. and got a lot of referrals, but it didn't do anything to for me. And you know, it's uh, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth when when someone sells you on something and it doesn't produce. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. And what usually what I found that produces uh, in 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 this line of work, meaning retail, is word of mouth and Absolutely. the relationships you yep. build. One hundred percent. And uh, and most importantly, uh, probably the the most direct way at the time was email. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about email like it's brand Gosh. new. Yeah. Email would streamline everything and right to the point. And email was uh, something that started working for me. And then, of course, with the introduction down the road of, of Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. So email was the shit, dude. It still is. Absolutely. Like you could be you could be in a pinch right now and uh and and just send out one of your customers, hey I just got in some opus or I just got this All day. new beer in All you know day. what I mean? Come in and, then and you, you have that one person that, that Yeah. That, it doesn't matter what you send them, they'll they'll buy it. Yeah. I got I got poo poo in a bottle. It's like the brand new stuff. Yeah, I'll buy it. How much? Yeah. Two hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, and also yeah. you you know their taste, so you get to know yeah. them. So you say, hey, you know, I got this in. It's limited. Like, uh, um, uh, you know, well, the Opus One is a perfect example, man. Yeah, you sent out an email or, or you posted something recently. Yeah, that it was. So, so uh, last year we got six bottles for yep. the entire year of Opus One, uh-huh. and this year I've I've ripped through eighteen bottles. Wow, and. Um, and the thing is, you know, I could probably sell more, but the problem, I, those last six bottles that I have on the shelf, they'll have to last me till Christmas. And uh, that's the way this wine business is, you know. It's, most people think, oh, you know, this label is made endlessly, and it's not. You know, you have a, you have a, a, a limited amount, just like this Bourbon County that we're drinking today. Yeah. It's a limited amount. But the average person that just gets into the wine scene doesn't know that. So yeah. that's another thing that we do, Malcolm. You know, we, we educate those guys. We, we educate those people, and uh, and try to you know try to keep them up to speed as to what's going on, so that they don't miss out on something. You know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, that's that, that's all. That's I mean, w- what more could you want, though, right? Mm. 
You know, if, I, if I'm a consumer and I'm looking for something specific and I have that relationship, what better way to get a heads up? Yeah. Than, Absolutely. Uh, than something more that, that is as direct as, you know, a tweet or a Facebook update or an email, personal email. And you feel special when they hit you directly. Yeah. Like, I know I would. Yeah. If, you know, I, I love uh, pizza. Yeah. If my pizza shop came to me and said, hey, listen. Yeah, I got this new pie. Yeah. You got, yeah. You got, check it out. You know, it's, yeah, how it's, new could it be? But <laughs> I mean, brick oven, you know, yeah. like, uh, all, you know, you, you like the pepperoni mushrooms. I got I got a new Italian version of uh, pepperoni, whatever. But they do. it. They have that new uh, oven pizza joint that's up there yeah. uh, by Alamo. The 92nd. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. The Chipotle pizza by Pierre Garcon. Yeah. Garcon. Uh, I can't remember the name. It's right now. Uh, yeah. It's over in one Loudon. Yeah. Yeah. Hot it's, one uh, Loudon right yeah, now. It's, it's really good. I, I went there with my son. I talked about it in the podcast and even that podcast. I couldn't remember the name of it. Yeah. Um, I'll see if I can pull it up at that some point. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll Google that shit. Yeah. That, that one is uh, it's amazing because you can go in there and literally have your pizza in 90 seconds. Yep. Yep. You get to, to make it in front of you. It's a uh, and it's all fresh ingredients, so you can pick. The so it's it's like a Chipotle. You go yeah. in and you pick your product. Yep. You tell them what you want, and they throw it in the oven. And by the time yeah. you're, you're paid for your product, it's done. Yeah. It's called Spin Fire Pizza. Spin Fire. That's yep. it. Yeah. 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 Spin Check fire. that shit out. Spin Fire is yeah. That's that is a uh, that's a great pizza pizza joint. Dude, what a great idea, man. Yeah, because I mean, if you go sometimes when you're craving stuff, uh, and you 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 know what you want, you. Mm-hmm. We've evolved into where we want everything right now. Absolutely, and that's one of those ways. I mean, I mean, ninety seconds. That's that's unheard of. I remember driving around. They, oh, you got to come back in thirty minutes or yeah. something like that. And it's just like, all right, so you just kind of plan around that. But, times, uh, times have changed, man. Yeah, everything's fast. Absolutely, everything's fast. I mean, even even like if you wanted to order some wine or some beer, what's the turnaround time of that? Fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the same. That's that's the same week. Most, I mean, most of uh, most of everything that that we place is Tuesday, Thursday, Friday pickup. So you so can. So if it's not on your shelf, yeah, people listening know that they can. Um, they can order. Yeah, yeah, and, and and the beer is the same thing. I don't need a a, a walk in fridge anymore for kegs. I don't I, I don't need all this storage space, a basement for wine. Yeah, you know, it's it's I, I sell seasonal. So the, the 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 wine side of the world and the beer side of the world are all seasonal products that I pump, and that's the great thing about it. I can order it fresh, just like groceries. Do you do you know that in Europe most people go to the grocery store or to their farm uh, farmers market every day? Yeah. So oh yeah. It, they don't buy for like a week and a half like we do here in the United States. Yeah. Well, uh, that's we're also kind of been programmed, uh, or or we've we just eat what processed food so yeah. It, yeah. It, it stores yeah, longer you know yes. what i mean where in, in europe and in different places uh where it's available the farmer's markets it's you know everything's fresh, fresh so you go in there you get fresh. your tomato you get your eggs you get your meats and stuff like that yeah. it's, it's right there and you wonder why those people live to be like 100 you know 105 106 years old and out here it's like i got five minutes I gotta go through the drive-thru. Yeah, you're done. You're done. done. You're done at 65. Done. You're dude. out checking out. You're like, or if wh- you do live to 100, you you know you, you feel might as well. Bump. You might as well be done. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You look it. <laughs> and speaking of which, dude, I had a woman who lives. So we have a lot of retirement homes in this area. Yeah. It's a development called Ashby Ponds. Mm-hmm. This woman walks in, and little she walks in by herself, no help, and she's about five one, five two, black woman, mm-hmm. like. You looked at her. I thought she was probably 75, 80. Yeah. She was 102 years yeah. old, Malcolm. Oh, black, wow. no crack. <laughs> no crack. Black, no crack. Black, no crack, dog. <laughs> she walks in. She specifically requests a product. That's, that, a, that's old. Yes, man. That's old. Was she's she like, driving? You, no, no, she had okay. Ashby Pond drops people off. Oh, yeah. yeah she okay. literally got out, walked to the door, opened it up, walked up to me and said, do you have this from Bordeaux? Hmm. And I said, well, yeah, I do. Yeah. And she... Paid for it and walked right back out, dude. I'm like, but how did you know she was 102? So we started talking. I was yeah. like, I was like, so do you live out here? And she's like, oh yeah, I'm you know retired over at Ashby Ponds. I was, I was back blah, blah, blah. here when it was a farm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I go, um, I go, where's your family from? She's like, most of my family's from the West. And she's like, you know, I, I was put out here because I guess my kids didn't want to take care of me. Yeah, but she li- outlived two of her kids. Yeah, that's, that's wow. crazy, dude. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're able to take care of yourself and if you're able to, again, invest in yourself 
and uh, give your body, you know, what it, what a quality product. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether it's food, whether it's beer. Yep. Um, you know, you, you have to take care of it because there's there's a lot of stuff out there, even even in alcohol, that's it's processed or things are added like sugar Absolutely. and stuff yeah. like that. Like people always come to me and they talk about getting headaches and yeah. they get flush in the face or they have allergies. Right. And some of that could be, I, I'm not sure, but it could be to something that's, that's actually added to the, uh, to what you're, you're consuming. Dude, I, I, I've been doing this for 17 years, Malcolm. Yeah. And I've come across maybe one or two wines that do that to me where you're just drinking and all of a sudden you just feel hot. Yeah. Like bothered. Like, you know, not like, damn, she's sexy hot. Like, that it's like just your your body starts sweating um but yeah i mean there's there's some definitely stuff about processed wines you got to be careful about man just high percentages of sulfites that are just not controlled i mean now everyone's sustained and and organic um which is just a a, a title that's being thrown around you know self-sustainable um what really is that you know how how do I know that your your merchandise isn't you know sprayed every four or five hours with with this this stuff that just kills you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Most consumers don't even realize that. You know, they come in and they're like, "I was over in Italy and I I could drink a bottle of wine and and wake up the next day and feel great." Yeah. Over here, you do that shit, and you're waking up hurting. You know? Yeah. You, even you, think about drinking a bottle of wine. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 most people would look at you like you're an alcoholic. Yeah. But I'm telling you what, man, you go over to Europe and I guarantee you, you can have a bottle of wine and no one would even blink. No, well, I know I know a couple of cats that do that as well here in, yeah. in the States. Uh, but it, it's it, you know, when you're there's a lot of factors that come into play. You're having a good time. You're right. in Italy. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. There's, uh, of course, the, the food and you know, the ambiance and all that stuff mm-hmm. comes in. But, yeah, it's 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 a different it's a different makeup of of. of of wine and wine making, uh, what goes into that bottle. And that's what I usually tell people is, you know, when you find yourself getting, getting these headaches and getting flush, is, is it a specific region? And if that's the case, then, uh, yeah, just, uh, just, uh, try a different region and see how, how you react then. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt. I mean, we got technology today. You can probably take some sort of test or get I tell people that allergies. I was like, just go get your allergy test. Yeah. yeah. Mold. That's, yeah. you know what? That's the number one thing. Everyone's like, Oh, I'm allergic to sulfites. No, yeah. it's the mold. Because if you think about it, that cork that you have in, 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 in the bottle, yeah. it's exposed to all kinds of bacteria at the top. What, what do we do when we, I mean, like if we go to cap that, that bottle again, we put the upside in. So it's going to introduce all that mold and all that other stuff that you typically are allergic to. Yeah. Now, I, I'm, I've been lucky, you know, so I don't have to worry about dealing with that. But um, I, know, I know cats that literally as soon as they drink, they just... It's like you're Asian, you know, like Asian people, yeah. as soon as they drink, they go flush. You know, they have, they, there's like, um, uh, you know, there's a chem- chemical compound. Uh, that, can't handle it. That they can't handle it. like dog. the Native Americans. Yeah. You know what I mean? They go flush. They gave so, us a bottle of liquor oof. and got all the land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. That, yeah. So it's, 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 this is a great, uh, this is a great business, man. You could talk wine, beer um, all day. Yeah. All yeah. day when it comes to it, you know, Cause yeah, that's what I love. It, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it, you, you got to love it because it's 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 a hustle, but you you embrace this lifestyle. Like I said, we I may have said this to you in passing. This is one of the one of those businesses where you choose to uh, be in be in it, but also to stay in it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's a uh, and that's any business too. I mean, it's you're you're a you're a firefighter, right? Yeah. And yep. it's something. How long you've been doing it? Uh, about nine years now. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know. That's, I mean, you're putting your neck on the line. So that's something, you know, it's not like you're going and sitting in a cubicle, right? Yeah, no, that's what I love about it. It's, uh, it's a different job every day. Yeah. Absolutely, man. It's a lot of action. Do you have to, do you sleep over at the station like uh, they do on, on television? Uh, not where I'm at now. Rescue me. Yeah. TV but, show. <laughs> yeah, great show. Great show, by the way. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we have some some stations and, you know, if you're working at night and you get calls all night, you just don't get any sleep for the night. Let me ask wow. you something. Let me ask you something. Being, being, uh, being a in the fire department are there are there like uh, tests that you have to take psychiatric evaluations and you have to constantly update those um so it depends on the department but a lot of departments do like initial psych evaluations when you're first getting hired or they do uh like a polygraph test and they mm-hmm. ask you like a million questions yeah 
But uh, it's not really updated, so once you're in, you're in. But yeah, I mean, you know, if you do anything to mess up, you get fired pretty. But you easily. have to be you have to be pretty calm under pressure, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's something they definitely look for because you have to be for for your job. And I'm sure if you freak out in a situation, let's say if it's you know two years into it or three years into it, I'm sure there's a sit down, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, if if you're unfit to do the job, you're unfit, and uh, you know you'll be let go if if you can't do it. Yeah, and when you, when you um. When you go into, like, your your daily routine, mm-hmm. like, it, you know, most people are like, oh, I want to become a firefighter. But then they they see these accidents and they see these fires and they see these people that, that get injured or killed. Um, does that ever kind of come across your mind? Like, I don't want to do this because of that. You know, like, do you have people that just drop out because they see stuff like that, Brian? Yeah, we've, uh, we've had a few people who they'll run a call and they'll get back and they'll be like, you know what? This job is not for me. I quit. Like, wow. two, two, three years into it, just done. Can't take it. Stress. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, stress. You know, seeing something gruesome, mm. uh, getting hurt, something like well, that. It's, it's, it's trauma to the brain. I mean, we have, Oh, yeah, well, absolutely. Can, so can you get PTSD? through what you guys do um i I don't know if i'd call it that but you know you you can definitely be traumatized by by some of the stuff you see and we have a lot of programs in place to prevent that and stuff like that to to make sure that that doesn't happen yeah Yeah. i think i think you can because uh i was listening to another podcast they were talking about like how a lot of the veterans uh, get experienced ptsd uh from visual and physical so when you see something it's just it's traumatic to the mind, exactly, which mm-hmm. then affects the body. Right, and then uh, of course, if anything happens to you in the field, yeah. whether you're, a, a, you know, whether you're, a, you know, in the armed services or, uh, you know, protecting the community as a as a firefighter, then I, I'd assume that 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 could be uh, way heavy on the mind. Uh, Absolutely, man. Yeah, I mean, I just thinking back, you know, you see some of these videos now of unfortunate beheadings over in 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 middle east and yeah i don't even look at that stuff so yeah you know i, I thought i could handle it Malcolm. Yeah. and uh this is like because you can't reverse it no man i yeah. still fresh yeah, still you, fresh in my mind yeah you can't you can't reverse it after you see I, I really don't have a desire to it's not like i'm i'm afraid to see it it's just right you know it's, you just I, know I, what it's going to do to you yeah. yeah, and it's like you know, do I really do I really need that? It's like it's like with me and and even some movies I see is like or don't go to see. It's like I, I don't really want to waste my time, you know, and and any space that I have in my brain. So it's like you know, what do I what do I want to put? Just like with the food, what do you want to put in inside? inside you? What, do you, what do you want to exactly. do here? Exactly, you know? it's mm-hmm. true, man. I just I, I give you uh, I give you props, Brian. Yeah, it's and, it's 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 a job that you yeah you're definitely putting your neck on the line. Mm-hmm. So when you guys stay over you stay overnight, do you have to cook and do you, is it days or weeks? Dude, at he's time? a he is a master so, chef. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm like the cook for our station, so I cook pretty much every day. Yeah. Um, but when you stay overnight, you you basically work for 24 hours at a time. So you'll work for 24 hours. And then you'll have 72 hours off. Yeah. So work one day, three days off. You end up working like 42 hours a week on average. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we cook. We work out together. We do pretty much everything to de- to- together. It's pretty much just like living a regular life, but you have to go on calls when there's calls. And you got microbrews there? and, and No, no, no beer at the station. No, <laughs> they, can't do that. Those guys buy a majority. Actually, I have a really great uh, support of of firefighters police yeah, officers that come here into the store and a lot of them are you know affiliated with brian so um, it's, a, it's a tough gig it's absolutely a, it's, a, it's a tough gig sometimes uh, i think we overlook it and i think sometimes with the way the media uh has portrayed especially speaking of uh, police officers when when, mm-hmm. when 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 something is just thrown out there that's a and hot topic right yeah now. it's a um, it's something where the good guys get overlooked mm-hmm. and if you all you do is if Again, it's no different than putting bad stuff in your body. If you're just putting the bad stuff out there, then that's all they see. Then that's how you're educating the public. Absolutely. And I'm sure there's, you know, there's probably, you know, 50 good stories to every, you know, yep. you know, three or four bad stories. But out you there. don't hear those. You know, nope. because it doesn't sell papers. Exactly. It doesn't sell TV spots. It it's doesn't true, sell. Man. You know what I mean? Yes, there. You should shine a light on. You know, if anyone's uh, rights have been violated, but at the same time, I think that we sh- we need to change our, our way of thinking, and uh, you know, have some way of showcasing 
all that's right with our society. Absolutely. The only way you do that, Malcolm, is you got to educate yourself. That and um, you know, put, put guys like Brian on on a podcast. Absolutely. Even, mm-hmm. even Absolutely. though I, I don't have the amount of listeners as MSNBC or Fox <laughs> News, but uh, one day, brother, yeah, we can yeah, try. Hopefully. We 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 can keep. Uh, Keep keep on moving forward. Hey man, they all start somewhere. You know That's right. Saying? We just all like, start somewhere. Just like the shop, just like your vision, exactly. Just like your dreams. So How let's, bad uh, you want it? That's right. So let's let's end on that note. Amen. So man. why don't why don't you tell us where they can find you on social media? So you can find me on my website is www.ashburnwineshop.com. Um, Untapped. If you're a beer follower or beer lover, Untapped is a really good app for your Android or uh, Apple phone. Um, and it's Ashburn Wine Shop. Uh, Instagram and Facebook is Ashburn Wine Shop. So we keep it simple. You know what I'm saying? It's all across the board, Ashburn Wine Shop. Um, you know, we've been uh, we've been d- doing this game for some time now. And if you're in Vienna, Virginia, hit my brother up, ViennaVintner.com, or here in Ashburn at AshburnWineShop.com. That's what's up, Sergio. Thank you, man. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate you hosting, uh, hosting this podcast today. Thank Brian. You. Brian, thanks for thanks for hanging shout out. Shout outs, bro. Yeah, thank yeah, you yeah. for having me. Thank yeah. you, thank you for this awesome beer, man. Yeah. So, any any of you that um that that see a firefighter or, or military, thank them because you know they they may need it more than uh, you think. All right, that's right. And uh, yeah, thanks, Brian, for your service. And keep doing you. what you're doing for the community. Yep. And for us uh, drinking beer, hey, man. Yeah. Keep, keep bringing that in and wine. All right, and uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in, every everyone. Uh, this is uh, your boy Malcolm Riddle. Mariam Tazi will be back, uh, I think, on the next episode. We'll see. Uh, she's uh, going on a little bit of a vacation, but uh, until we meet again, Domino, motherfucker.